0: Welcome to My Turn Podcast, a gaming podcast hosted by extra-competitive siblings. My name's Jem and I'm joined by That's
1: That's right, you certainly are. Otherwise known as Tim.
0: (laughs) Welcome to My Turn Podcast dear you, me i mess up the intro every single week i think someone else should try it actually last time Erin did try it <laughs> anyway i'm jem i'm joined by tim hello hello uh, yeah i know oh my goodness me how are you what is going i'm all right i've had some old wine can you tell
1: yep <laughs> <laughs> it's very obvious with you hun <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but it is December, so tis the season and all those things um, How are you? It's been a while, Tim?
1: I'm good, I, I did some mulling myself actually uh, The weekend just gone, got on the mull, got on the port um, Ooh, Got on some fizz, I've been doing all Ooh, the lovely. seasonal beverages Yeah. Had a
0: mince pie yet?
1: I've had a mince pie, I've even had a mulled oh. wine donut Like I've, I'm really getting into it now
0: Mate, you're you're really going 100%. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we get to Tim's Tasty Tipples later, I'll see if the festivities have uh, (laughs) slightly swayed your tipple pairings. Uh, But this is a gaming podcast, (laughs) despite our love of food and festivities. (laughs) Um, So today we are going to be discussing two games that came out this year. Uh, They're both in domestic settings. Do you want Mm. to tell us what the games are, Tim?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be talking about 12 minutes, hopefully for 12 minutes, that would be great. If I could nail just talking about 12 minutes for 12 minutes, it would satisfy at least me.
0: Oh yeah, what? Well, no, what you should do is talk about it for 12 minutes and then talk about it again for 12 minutes no and then that. again for 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, which <one, laughs> will make
1: sense to everyone once they know what it's about. <laughs>
0: And I am going to be talking about a game called Unpacking. So, uh, do you want to go first, Tim? Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: Okay. So, let's get to the gag. 12 Minutes is a... So, it's a point-and-click style adventure game, um, which has been published by Annapurna Interactive, who picked it up from an independent developer, Louis Antonio, who uh, came from Rockstar Games, actually. Uh, so oh. this is like his his little self-produced, uh, uh, directed baby. It was released in its final form in August of 2021 for the Microsoft platforms. And it is coming to you on Nintendo Switch and PlayStations from December 7th of this year. So at the time of recording, not quite there yet.
0: Um, and tell us about what the game is about. In a nutshell.
1: In a nutshell, it's a bird's eye view murder mystery time loop story set entirely within one flat. <gasps> can you imagine reliving the same period of time over and over again just within your home yes you can yes we all can
0: (laughs) yes we all can um it's kind of i mean i'm sure the development process started pre-covid but it's just kind of come out at a weird time where we all really know that feeling
1: (laughs) yeah as far as i know it started kind of the game design started around 2015 but actually, the, the voice artist did record while we were in lockdown. So some oh. of that experience might have come through in the uh, end performance, I feel.
0: Mm, okay, <laughs> so what were your expectations of this 12-minute uh, on a loop game?
1: I suppose the expectations of a game like this are were, were more built up by films than games. Mm-hmm. Because I have seen a lot of time loop films. On mm-hmm. the whole, I enjoyed them. They tend to be, you know, highly convoluted in order to uh, try and make themselves seem cleverer than perhaps they are. But mm-hmm. I do I do enjoy the unwrapping of the puzzledness of it. So I was expecting mm. to see sort of references I would recognise like, you know, maybe Looper or Groundhog Day um, or Happy Death Day or things mm. like that where, you know, you have to kind of keep choosing different consequences for different outcomes
0: yeah and it's kind of become a sort of subgenre, hasn't it sort of ground top mm. day time loops
1: <laughs> yeah I think so. I think so definitely um because it doesn't just exist in the sci-fi genre mm. um, you know time loops I think it's kind of tempting to think of it as a time travel thing but actually I think it often excels when it uses comedy for that sort of that sort of like existential eye on what does yeah. it mean when you really make decisions. I think that yeah, like Palm
0: sounds. Springs was a really good example of mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you saw Palm Springs. Um, yeah, great. So, what is the gameplay like? How does this actually work?
1: Okay, so I'll start with a bit of, a bit of story, but I don't want to tell you too okay. much story because it, you know it just it gives too much away. So, but your your character is a man who's walking in the front door of your apartment this is where it all begins actually film reference number one as you walk into your apartment the um, the hallway carpet is from The Shining <laughs> that uh, classic carpet okay. that we all recognize from The Shining <laughs> yeah. um, so you walk in the front door where you are greeted by your wife your wife is played by Daisy Ridley um, mm-hmm. in voiceover and you are the other McAvoy uh, James
0: yeah. Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know Tim's surname, it's also Macavill.
1: Yeah, no relation. Um, (laughs) So you see your wife. She's eager to share some news with you. She tells you she's made a nice dessert. Let's eat the dessert, talk about the news. But a few minutes later, you're interrupted by a knock at the door. It is a police officer played by (gasps) Willem Dafoe. And um, he says he's got a warrant for your wife's arrest. Yeah. he enters the flat. Things start to go very pear-shaped very quickly. Before you know it, the loop is starting over again. Okay. So
0: Just the fact that you mentioned Willem Dafoe and things going pear-shaped, I was like, does he get his willy out? Because
1: I mean, I can't speak for how he recorded his voiceover, <laughs> but um, not so much in the game. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I always do my voiceovers with my willy out. My willy's out right now. <laughs> So in the gameplay, with it being a point and click, <laughs> there are objects that you can interact with and there are conversation routes you can take. Those are the two main elements of gameplay in a point and click, right? Objects and conversations. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the big, the big twist in this point and click adventure is that every 12 minutes in story time, which I found tended to be around 10 minutes or so in gameplay, unless I did something specific. Oh,
0: so it's not real time.
1: No, because Ooh. you can change the way things work um, sometimes. Ooh. So, yeah, 12, okay. 12, minutes, 12 minutes of gameplay. It, it might be, It's usually around 10 minutes, I found, before it resets. So. Sure. Um, before you have to then do it all again. So, in total, I think I spent about six hours on this game. Uh, yeah. doing doing uh, 10 to 12 minutes over and over again. But it felt a lot shorter to me because it appealed to my sense of really wanting to get this right. so <laughs> I kept going. Um, the other part of okay. the gameplay is that you can't leave the apartment. So if you try to leave the apartment, the loop resets, which is why I say it's kind of like story time as opposed to necessarily gameplay. So you are definitely stuck in your living room, bedroom, bathroom and closet. That's all you've got to play with.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, alright so what yeah. what were the positives for you was there any sort of standout positives things you really liked
1: it is the gameplay the gameplay right. is really fun I mean the, the thing about not being able to leave your apartment for example it's a big restriction on what you could mm-hmm. what you might want to do as a character but it's also your biggest hint towards gameplay because you know mm. that you must be able to solve this with things that are in the flats mm-hmm. Um and what that leads you to is to just keep experimenting with things so you can try some pretty odd or pretty dark things (laughs) just to see what happens which actually there were were a couple of times when i was like i wouldn't ordinarily do that as a character choice um but it reminded me of like those moments in groundhog day for example where he just does shit because like why does you know it doesn't matter like let's see what happens um So there's a a bit of, like, sense of, are you sabotaging yourself or are you actually finding an interesting way forward? Because the thing is that you as a character, you retain your memory each reset. So you find yourself with different conversation options to try on the next playthrough. Although the situation and the objects that are at hand stay the same. So... Mm. That's like, that's the really enjoyable thing is, you know, if I do this random thing, does it change the options I have next time in terms of what I know and what conversations I can unlock? Um, that is the best thing. Fortunately, because you do replay this scenario so many times, they have thought to put a fast forward uh, in for the conversations you've already had. Yeah, I had. was going to
0: ask about that. Yeah. that kind of thing can re- get really, really tedious otherwise. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not, it's not smart enough to sort of anticipate which ones you necessarily want to run through but there are some things that skip ahead and you can kind of you know you can skip conversations conversation so it's not quite as bad it's not quite as mind melding yeah. as having to go through exactly the same thing again which is another important reason why it's not 12 minutes in real time because otherwise mm. you'd kind of have to do that um, so you don't have to so yeah mm. the gameplay is really good um, it, it has a sort of like sims type setup where you sort of see them from above um, yeah, rather than being others, immersed yeah. in it and I actually liked that feel to okay. it I'm not entirely sure why maybe it adds to kind of like the sense of claustrophobia or that you're really kind of trying to see the bigger picture of everything that's going on but I actually really liked the way that worked even though it obviously came across as being much more cheap uh, to make yeah. than if you were I mean here's in a
0: question because you you refer to the male character as you mm-hmm. so to me just looking at the artwork it feels like that decision to be almost top down is a bit distancing but did you not mm-hmm. you didn't find it, it way, uh,
1: yeah it. it is It is distancing um, I quite liked that about it because I feel like your puzzle mind needs a bit of that distance to mm-hmm. think about how all the characters are behaving and what they're doing even though you are only controlling one person so that's why I say it's you because you control them but you have to understand everyone's kind of history and perspective and motivations in order to figure it out so i kind of liked the way that balanced yeah
0: okay nice and then in regards to the puzzles did you find them challenging enough yes yeah i good.
1: did i did there are there are some things that seem kind of obvious but mm-hmm. they you, they might you might not be doing them at the right time, <laughs> so
0: right okay. It's
1: not like you could, for example, be a genius and figure it out on the first or second playthrough. There are mm-hmm. things that you deliberately have to do wrong, for example. Um, yeah. There, which um, you know, I think could cause some controversy, but there are there are things that you have to do wrong in order to find out some information that you can use to do it better the next time so um okay. it means that the puzzle solving is sometimes quite exploratory you don't know what's going to be revealed to you you know there's a mystery behind all this so you can't just sort of figure it out with logic you have to press all the buttons you can and gather mm. that information and try to piece it together gradually um so from a puzzling perspective very satisfying because cool. you, you just have to yeah you just have to experiment and then the further it goes on you start to kind of put things together and you get an idea of what direction you're headed in but you're never quite sure what's going to come out of a character's mouth for example that will unlock the yeah. pathway for you.
0: Yeah and that sounds pretty satisfying because um, as listeners will know if they've tuned in before Tim and I are both really... <laughs> keen on puzzle games and Mm. you know when they're when they're not satisfying when they're tenuous and or just too bloody easy it's just really annoying oh yeah it's great i
1: I felt deeply frustrated at times i couldn't figure it out but i I didn't give up i was like i i need to know i just need to know (laughs) which is a great sign for a puzzle when you you don't sort of want to throw it away yeah. Um, you know, you when you go away, you're whatever.
0: making a cup of tea and then uh, you're still thinking about yeah. it. Yeah.
1: And in terms Great. of the film vibe as well, I would say, despite the early Kubrick reference, it's much more Hitchcock in its in its feel because it's uh, contained within a flat. There's some mysterious backgrounds, phone calls, mistaken identities. Um, and, you know, this consistent sense of suspense because you know how it's probably going to end or you're like, how you don't right, want it to okay. end. So much of Hitchcock-y vibes, which is also very up my street. hmm yeah.
0: I like it like it um speaking of uh what we like let's also then flip it over was there anything that we don't like anything unfortunately yes
1: and i can sum it up by saying the word story um yeah okay. unfortunately the story is absolutely terrible <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, okay. That's yeah. that's quite a big negative.
1: Yeah, it's really, really terrible. So, wow, um okay. what I will say first of all is like the, the voice actors, the de- obviously you would expect them to do a great job they did. Um yeah. of the individual Although, dialogue weird, moments, but it's the
0: I thought, um, just for me, looking at it and going, It's American because I watched the trailer, yeah, but they're both British. Yeah, it I is just Amer- American strange. accents. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Just... Yeah,
1: it is American set American accents, but yeah, the the, the voice acting is great. You know, the individual kind of bits of dialogue are fine, but it's the plotting. So right. the convoluted plotting that comes with time loop stories, unfortunately, uh... has raised its head, and um, okay. the the story is not satisfying. the The twist ending is terrible. Um, I don't want to tell you exactly why because oh, yeah. you know yeah, that yeah. kind of that affects the gameplay. Um, but yeah it's i th- i think it was it's one of those things where i guess the game designer was really wanted to experiment with this style of gameplay and i think they did it very successfully but mm-hmm. i suspect that what they did as they were developing it was sort of have a framework of a story and never really perhaps revisited it to think is this the best story i can tell or bring mm. in someone who was maybe more experienced at storytelling mm. so um, unfortunately on that front it yeah it oh, utterly that's fails such a shame.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I've I haven't read a too much about it because I don't like looking at too much before I play a game and I did intend to play it, but I did hear a bit of whinging about some choices about the female character just murmuring. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean it's
1: it, yes, this is true, but it goes beyond that. It's it's the plot. Yeah. It's the entire plot it's of the everything. Whole plot. It's it it yeah. it goes sort of beyond unsatisfying to absolute nonsense.
0: Uh. Right. Okay, well, on that note, Tim, uh, was there any final thing that you wanted to say about the game? Anything that stood out that you haven't mentioned that you want to let people know before we move to recommendations?
1: Just that I think it's a really innovative game, um, Mm -hmm. which is always nice to experience, even if it's not perfect. I feel like it's opened up a really interesting style of gameplay and I can imagine other game developers particularly who are kind of story driven and point and click looking at this as a prototype for something they want to make in their own style and i look forward to playing those games
0: great um have you played Outer wilds yes yes because that does it well doesn't it like mm. the looping. yeah yes. anyway uh, i just wanted to bit different but yeah that. yeah 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 but it's it's the same concept you have to sort of go again and again you can't just solve it straight away Anyway, um, I digress. Who would you recommend this game to? And do you even recommend it?
1: I definitely do recommend it, despite my absolutely scathing um, comments <laughs> about the story. The It's not, uh, you know, it's not a huge game to invest in. I think you'll know when you start playing it, if you want to keep playing it. You know, if you hmm. get through sort of two or three loops and you want to throw it out the window, fine, throw it out the window. It's not worth you completing if you didn't enjoy that much. But I think right. if you are someone who enjoys puzzles... I think you'll find it really addictive and compelling and despite the story you'll enjoy the process
0: sure very nicely summed up yeah i might give it a go anyway and just see how i get on with it because i do love puzzles mm-hmm. i feel like i've played everything yeah <laughs> but also it's worth saying it's on, as you mentioned at the top it's on game pass at the moment so if you have game pass and you're curious why the heck not um great so that brings us to the tasty rating tim
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what would you give this out to I'm going to be quite
1: generous on this because I enjoyed the gameplay so much because I think it's quite innovative. Uh, despite the horrendous story, I'm going to give it an eight out of ten because I think if you enjoy puzzles, it's definitely worth your while.
0: All right, yeah, that was a lot more generous than I thought you were going to be. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the story comment. Um, great. All right, we'll check it out, and uh, when I play it, I'll let you know what I think.
1: Good. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you will.
0: Yeah. And then we can both whinge about the story together.
1: Exactly. How about that? Yeah.
0: All right, right. moving on to um, me. What
1: domestica do you have for us?
0: Oh, the most domestic domestica there is. Uh, This game is called Unpacking. Uh, and it's a game um, that is currently out on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One. Uh, I played it on Xbox Series X because it's on Game Pass, good old Game Pass. Um, it's on Mac, it's on Windows, it's on Linux. Linux? Linux? Oh my god, that one mold wine has dumped me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think it's on PlayStation, I can't, no, I don't think it is, um, but it's developed by Witchbeam and published by Humble Bundle, um, and it came out this year, uh, in November, I think. haven't got a date, why didn't I write the date down? I think it was like the 9th of November, something okay. like that, beginning so, of November anyway.
1: So tell us about it in a neatly packaged transportable box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put it in a tiny little um sweet kind of present box mm-hmm. uh so it's a game about the familiar experience of pulling possessions out of boxes uh it's a kind of half sort of block fitting puzzle um half kind of a unpacking decorating sim type of game um and you're basically clearing and not clearing, sorry, creating a home by clearing and emptying boxes and putting things away in the places they're meant to be in. Um, yeah. Okay. For the nutshell. It,
1: <laughs> this sounds like some, some organisation stuff that uh, yeah. I know you enjoy. Um, <laughs> I is there, that. is there a story to it? Um, as yeah, you get I'll, it I'll get play to as that. Well?
0: So let me tell you, before I get to the story and the gameplay, um, let me tell you what I expected it to be. I expected this to be an unpacking sim. Like literally just unpack stuff and rearrange your house. That's what I expected it to be. And I expected it to be very relaxing, very chill, have some sweet music, be really cute. Um, Oh, I just banged the mic, sorry about that. Um, Yeah, so that was my expectation. I thought Mm -hmm. this will be a really chill game. And I love, again, listeners, if you've you've been with the podcast for a while, you know I love game admin. I love doing admin Mm -hmm. in games. I find it very relaxing. So yeah, that was my expectation going in. Um, But then when I started playing it, it is that, but there is not an element, I mean, it's kind of an element of puzzling, but not really a puzzle. There are just points where you start unpacking boxes and you think you're done and you're not because things aren't in the right place and you can't progress until everything's in a suitable place. So there's not just one option for each object. There's certain options, but those objects have to be in certain areas of the house or the room. Um, and this basically spans... Uh, I think it's 20 years yeah 95 to 2015 in the life of the character that you follow and you follow them from being a small child to being an adult um and it's really hard to talk about what, what the story because part of the game which you learn which I did not expect at all is that this is really a narrative game and the narrative is revealed through unpacking things and uh. it's just so gorgeous like i'm actually getting emotional thinking about it you don't realize i think most of us um have moved house at least once many of us multiple times several times a year if you're renting we all understand like the concept of unpacking and what you take with you and what you don't but Mm -hmm. because this spans sort of 20 years you really feel attached to certain objects. And as you find yourself in a new place, so you you might be in a flat, you might be in like a dorm room or a bedroom or a house or cohabiting, you you only know what's come with you once you start taking things out of the box Mm -hmm. and you start becoming really attached to certain objects. Like a a particular stuffed toy, which is on the cover um, comes with you you know and you're so happy to see it every time it comes out and you're always like is it going to be there is it going to be there like when you're unpacking the boxes you (laughs) get really attached to it um i think what the game and i'm moving into what i find really positive about this game what it does so successfully is really show you that what we have um often makes us feel at home because of it's sort of emotional it's not it's not um uh what's the word it's not materialistic basically it's not a materialistic game but what we have and the things that you keep are really important to the who you are mm-hmm. and i did not expect to get get that sort of level of deepness from the game yeah um and the clues that you get about who you are uh how you feel how you are physically like nothing is obvious um and i found that some of the choices made in the narrative that unfolds again i, I don't want to spoil anything at all because this is the game it's finding mm-hmm. out who you are um but what you discover is so unexpected and i found myself like quite pleasantly surprised by some of the character choices that are revealed um this this game really is a joy like an absolute joy to play it's really relaxing as well so it, it, it just feels like such an absolutely beautiful experience to mm. live with this person as they go through moving from place to place
1: can i ask you a little bit more about um like how in the game you discover that things are in the wrong place or that they have a history Like, is there a a narrative voiceover, or is it text you read, or is it kind of more abstractly inferred? Like, how does it work?
0: Yeah, it's literally just music and boxes in rooms, and you just unpack stuff. So, um, there'll just be, like, you start in a kid's bedroom, and there's some stuff already on surfaces and then there's some empty drawers and some empty cupboards and you just unpack things and put them where you think they go Um, and then as you move through the game like you at some point you're cohabiting so there's other another person's stuff there. So you can choose what of theirs you move and some things don't move and some things do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you will place your thing in an area that you think it should go. And then when you've unpacked everything, it should move on. Like you get a kind of like reward music and then you basically got a photo album that marks every house or place you've lived in. And when you complete it, it kind of takes a photo of your finished house and then it moves on to the next time period. Um, but it won't do that if a few things are out of place. And what happens is you get a kind of flashing red outline on certain right, okay. objects. Um, and what that does is, it, like I'll take the cohabiting as an example, um, and this you know, isn't really a spoiler, but for example, there's certain places that your stuff can't go when you're cohabiting and you don't really realise that. And the fact that it can't go there might imply something about the character you're living with, for example. Mm-hmm and things like that so it's just it's quite interesting the way that there's a few objects that you're like and and things are in the wrong box all the time that's really fun as well like you'll just have a a pepper pot in the bathroom box yeah that happens (laughs) yeah like or or like a a vitamin pot or something it's just always in the bathroom um, box
1: a lot of the narrative is kind of filled in for you i suppose rather than kind of spelled out like you're creating it yourself in a way
0: yeah, you are inferring everything. Mm-hmm. So you might, there's a few things that I think you might not draw the same conclude. Like if you play it, there mm-hmm. might be a few things that you don't draw the same conclusion as I do. But I think most of it, by the end, you're like, ah, okay, that mm-hmm. happened. But there's a few subtle things that's been added in. And I remember, I remember when I was playing with Alex, like I spotted something um, that was by the... the needed to go by the door and I was like, ah this character is mm-hmm. this like like there was something that I spotted and I was like oh that's really interesting choice and that's not something that I would have thought of but I'm really glad they did that mm-hmm. um just things and you know the, the older they get like the medicines they have and things like that like all sure. we'll give clues about who they are yeah. right yeah. what they have in their kitchen I mean personally I do matches. I do keep
1: pepper in my bathroom. I, I, mean, you... I
0: can't remember if it was if pepper never... but there was always something in the bathroom that looked like a kind of pot of pepper and it was always in the wrong place look i'm just saying
1: if you've never tried to sneeze poo give it a go <laughs> pepper in the bathroom useful useful tool to have all right um is there anything else that you really liked about it you want to talk about before we go on to any negatives
0: i love the music the music was just beautiful um and it did this sort of sweet thing i don't know if it would maybe not appeal to some people but it would play a track and then when the track was done if you were still unpacking it just gave you sort of ambient sound for a while mm-hmm. and sometimes you'd hear birds outside or it'd just be like an empty house and then it would it after time it would start the music again um i just i've st- i'm still humming the music and i finished it a week ago it's just Aww. really cute it's very it's quite pixely the game um i'm i'm not down with my bits like 32 bit maybe, some bits kind of a right. bunch of bits some bit it's a bit bitty like it's a bit bitty it looks a bit retro and mm-hmm. you can play around with the filters so you can make it look sort of sepia or yeah play around with it but i liked i liked how it came i like the um out of the box filter um and the music is slightly retro as well it's very sort of arcadey but it's really sweet like it's mm-hmm. really nice music yeah
1: nice and any downsides to uh, unpacking i mean the obvious downside to unpacking is um, <laughs> like well a like have you got your internet set up yet because the first thing you want to do is plug in your devices and whack on a spotify yeah, right. playlist as you get to unpacking <laughs> but uh, in the game um, version were there any negatives
0: um oh god i knocked the mic again i do apologize listeners um the The only real big one for me, and I got over it, it's just you can't get everything out at once. So sometimes you want to, like, get everything out. It really... The one that really annoyed me is the pants and socks. When you're putting away pants and socks, they come out, like, one at a time. Oh. And I don't know, Tim, if you're like me, I want the ones, the matching ones to go next to each other. That's just that's just a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm done with pants and socks. And then, like, my drawer would be all organised. And then I'd move on, I'd do a few coats, and then there'd be more pants and socks. I'd be like, oh, my God. Um, so that was annoying. But I also can see why they did it one item at a time, because the, the items that you're waiting to see... Like, oh, did I bring this figurine with me again? Have I got this book with me again? Like, it is kind of more special when you don't expect it to come out. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's there. You know, like you get all happy. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can see why they did it. But it is annoying because you are doing tedious unpacking as well. Like, really, the pants and socks were very boring to unpack. Didn't enjoy that.
1: They could have at least added some like specialness <laughs> to the pants. They could have made it clear that one of the p- pairs of pants is pretty special, or like have some novelty <laughs> socks that look I mean, like there they is have big some cool bunny rabbit ears and stuff.
0: Oh uh, yeah, they 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 have some funky designs like oh, okay. yeah. There's definitely yeah yeah. There's like bows and love hearts and <laughs> funny little slippers and stuff. Like there is it, it is nice. Like it feels real. Like you know mm-hmm. you get there's a few matching pairs of socks and then there's like an odd one and <laughs> stuff so, yeah, you know yeah. Like, like yeah um yeah I think that and maybe also a very occasionally um I'd want to zoom in a bit more so I could really make out what something was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um especially there was some little pots of I don't know if they were cream, I don't know if they were ointment, I don't know if they were pills that were usually in the bathroom, and some of them weren't meant to go in the bathroom and some way, but I couldn't see what they were. Could have been yoghurt. Can... Well, well, quite. It could have been jam. I don't know, because it was in a jar. I mean, who knows? Um, but, yeah, sometimes I want you to zoom in a bit more, but when you zoomed in, because it's quite pixely, you couldn't always tell. But, I mean, minim- I mean I'm, mean, i you know... Sure. Minimal things.
1: All right, who is this game for?
0: I really think that I would recommend this to everyone, but I don't think everyone would pick it up. But here's why they should. Okay. (laughs) This game looks really twee on the surface, and maybe some people would find it quite twee, but it's such a moving relaxing sweet experience as a playthrough and then on top of that you've got this really moving story right so you're it's it's an unexpected story revealed in a way that I've never seen a story revealed before and you never feel passive so yeah sure there's times when you're just unpacking socks but you you never feel passive because you don't know what's going to come out of the box next. Mm-hmm. And you feel responsible for making this person's life better. And it's just such a nice... If you ha- you have a like, symbiotic relationship with the character, even though you never meet them. You never see them. It's just always an empty room that you're putting stuff in. So I think what they've done there is kind of magical and kind of beautiful. And I just think if you want a game that you can get through in maybe three, four hours... No, it's just really relaxing. You can dip in and out of it. it. Just play it. It's lovely. If you like a sim, definitely play it as well.
1: Nice. I like that we both accidentally come up with sort of sim-like scenarios. Yeah, right. Yours is quite relaxing, and mine's really frustrating and suspenseful. <laughs> the two, yeah. the two edges of domesticity. All right. Have you got yeah. um, Have you got a score for us?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I think it's a beautiful game. It's just really lovely. If nice. anything, there could have just been more.
1: <laughs> more. Always wanting more. more Leave them wanting more. <laughs> oh, good, good.
0: Lovely. Um, I'm feeling parched, Tim. Is it time oh. for Tim's Tasty?
1: Listen, I've nailed it this week. Um, I've got the ideal drink that actually covers both games. That is... The box of wine. Oh, yes! <laughs> get Very your, good. Get your five litres of wine in a cardboard box from the supermarket, and not only is it easily transportable for all your unpacking needs, it's uh, ideal if you're moving into a new house for transport and to, to then celebrate uh, being in your new house and unpacking that box of wine. Um, and on the other side, if you do then consume all of the wine, you will get blackout drunk, wake up tomorrow and have forgotten everything so you can live your life like you're on a time loop.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, if you drink enough of it at a high enough speed, um, it might repeat on you the next day as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you can do it in 12 <laughs> minutes. 12 minutes all the best. <laughs> <Naked>. <laughs> Box I think of we wine. did
0: that once, Tim.
1: I'm, not, I'm saying nothing. There's no evidence, my lord.
0: I'm. I'm just gonna say I recall with no and I the drinking game with a box of rosé.
1: Oh God, with no anyway. and I.
0: Yeah. That film that? has a lot
1: to answer for. If I ever meet Richard uh, E. Grant, I'm gonna tell him about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was Tim's tasty tipples. So a box of wine for both games. Well done, yep. Tim. Thank you. And if you want a bonus drinking game, the with no and I drinking game, how does it work, Tim?
1: oh uh drink drink every time they do uh, there is there's a version Good of the luck. game there's a version of the game which i'm going to say no one has ever played which is where you have to copy their drinks if you do that you yeah, will die you, you, i did the yeah, research you will, you will die if you do that so you know just pick a nice wine or a lager or something and go along with them
0: <laughs> and have plenty of water breaks yeah
1: and if you make it as far as Monty's house you've done well
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we blacked out Uncle Monty's house.
1: Who <laughs> knows what happened to Uncle Monty's house? The subject of twelve minutes part two. Oh
0: well, there there we go. You basically got three games out of us as so a bonus game. Excellent. Um well I, I'm I'm already crying a little bit, just remembering the nostalgia and also oh. the emotion of my game. Um <laughs> thank you very much, I can't
1: stop. Thank you. I've enjoyed you it too. Now bit. we're at the end I'm gonna put my <laughs> Willie away because it is getting cold, um being as it's winter, but it's tradition. Have to get it out. Um, for anyone who didn't audio. understand
0: the Williams foe thing, he's just in a lot of films with his willy out. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just, i feel like the last few films i've seen him in he's either naked having sex or simulating sex <laughs> it's just sure. it's become his career
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway mine's away so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna put it and me to bed now
0: good uh thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of my turn podcast please share uh if you like what you hear subscribe and if you give us a five star review on itunes we'll give you a shout out in the next episode how's that
1: sounds pretty good
0: yeah sounds pretty good too all (laughs) right we will catch you next time stay warm get festive goodbye bye